walked on my moon. Elvis ain't dead, you ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. Let me tell you, it's all interpretation. Oh my. To find the truth, you gotta read between the lines. Dang it, Bobby. Work out your own salvation. You are the best of white people. It's hard to find If it's more than a place It's a state of mind That's not how it works That's not how any of this works Jerry, just remember It's not a lie If you believe it You should never be allowed to talk to people There is a fine line between genius and madness Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together Mass hysteria God bless America well, it's the uh, Mark and Mac show back in the saddle or on the saddle. Not in, yeah, you'd be on the saddle, right? Uh, I think it's in the saddle. We I could think. be doing the curly shuffle. That was yeah, back in the saddle. That's more back appropriate. In the day. Yeah. So daylight savings time has everybody messed up. Oh, and gosh. Mark, I went and did a quick history lesson on this. Okay. Okay. You know, this is something I, I'm, I'm only going to throw this out there as a possibility. I think it was Benjamin Franklin that we can blame for this. Uh, I think he was the first person to suggest a daylight savings time. I think I'm not sure if it was, you know, the early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy and wise guy. Mm -hmm. I think it might've been him, but I could be wrong, but it actually came into being. If you really want to get into this, it happened during world war one and it was called wartime. It was first used in 1918 and that wartime lasted, I think six months or so. And then it was pulled back. Then during World War II, it was brought back again, and it lasted for seven months. And uh, and that's when it was called wartime, by the way, World War II, not World War. I think World War I, they did call it something like wartime. But in World War II, I know it was called wartime. But okay. then after the war, they went go back to normal. So seven months of that. Then it was like they started toying around with it. Okay. Actually, wartime in World War II, they, you know, because if you remember your history, you weren't, we weren't around then. But if we remember the history, our parents or our grandparents told us there were blackouts in the U.S., you know, where you oh, didn't yeah. you had blackout yeah. curtains. If you lived on the coast, on East Coast or yeah. West Coast. Um, and I, I've heard so many stories when I was growing up, growing up in Southern California, because they were really after Pearl Harbor. There was a serious thought that the Japanese were going to attack San Diego and Los yeah. Angeles next. Yeah. And uh, I heard all those stories growing up. So um, the wartime change of daylight savings time was uh, 1942 to 1945. So after the war, boom, get rid of it again. Then it gets brought back up a couple different times. And like in the 60s, somebody suggested, and I remember this because we were like waiting for the school bus and uh, they were, you know, it, it was in the, you were talking about waiting for the school bus in the dark, you know, that kind of thing. And then getting home and it's dark kind of, it was just crazy. And if you go back and remember in the early seventies, there were several battles over this again of uh, making the period, it was during the oil embargo. And they jerked around again. I think this is the government's way of giving us jet lag to make us as people feel like something's wrong with us. You keep think us unsettled it, all the time. Yeah. Yes. You think about it during the 20 years where they didn't mess with the 25 years. Okay. Uh, or actually 20 years between 1945 and 1966, where they left it alone. What happened? Granted, the 50s were not the most exciting time, but we did have the Korean conflict. Okay, that was yeah, it. That yeah. in the beginning of the Vietnam War in the 60s, but it really picked up after 66. So think about it. After the world, after World War II and 45, and up through 1966, we were on just standard time the whole time. 
and it was a pretty normal thing. Yeah. Nobody lost their cookies. To be honest with you, we were building our space program then. You know, we got to the moon three years after they reinstituted the flipping thing. So I'm a believer in stop jerking the American public around and giving us jet lag twice a year. That takes four days to come up. And you know, for the next five days, we're going to say, you know, this time last week, I was already <laughs> in bed. You know, <laughs> this time last week, I was still in bed. <laughs> so. I, I just, uh, I'm just wondering how this, what the, the thinking was, what the purpose for war time was. Yeah. I, I, that's it something I'm going to have to. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to dig into that today and see if yeah. if the, I'm thinking the political thinking. All right. Oh yeah. The political yeah. reasoning okay, because everything that Washington D.C. does mm -hmm. is for a reason. There's a political right. reason for doing it. It's not necessarily right. the good of the people. It's for the good of the government. That's it's, right. it's kind of like the employee manual that your that your business has. It's not uh, for you. It's to protect right. the business. That's yeah. what your employee right. manual is for. It's it, yeah. the employee manual. Okay, just to create a quick, quick, brief thing on the, the employee manual. It's there to spell out everything that you you kind of understand anyway. But they put it on paper and make you sign a form that you've got it and you've read it and you understand it. In case you disagree with the company about anything, the company can pull out the paperwork and say, "Well, you signed off on you this. signed it." That's right. So that's why you have an employee manual. And and that's the way government is. Government operates that way. And they have this all this massive. They have so much documentation, paperwork, rules, regulations and such now that if you take the government to court, you'll never get out of court. You'll die broke, destitute in, <laughs> in debtor's court. There you go. You know, you never will. That's why. Yeah. So, so good luck of there's a political fun, reason. Mark. There's got to be a political reason for daylight savings day. being wartime. Let's get everybody right, on again, the same foot and get them together, you know? <laughs> February of 42, okay? February of 42 to uh, September of 45. So you've mm -hmm. got uh, basically two months after Pearl Harbor and one month after the end of the war, August of 45. So there you yeah. go. Take a look at it. It's interesting. All right, Mark. Now, yeah. We have uh, had a little time off from politics. Not a lot has happened uh, other than the fact that the slings and arrows keep coming at Donald Trump on mm -hmm. a regular basis from the left, threatening with him with prison and everything else. I'm, I'm about tired of the threats. I'm really sick and tired of a government that actually can go after somebody the way they have him, a, a, a citizen of the United States of America, because if they can get him, they can get you. But they yeah. can't seem to get they can't seem to get Joe Biden or his son, who are both criminals walking around in public. Oh, well, there's nothing to see. Boggles here. the mind. Yeah. Yeah. Boggles <laughs> the mind, Mark. It right. really does. Um, we've got the squad people like Rashida Tlaib that are oh, saying gosh. the most anti-Semitic things I've ever heard. Totally. And, and you got Obama at his thing last Thursday night. You know, Obama actually talks about, you know, there needs to be a ceasefire, needs to have a withdrawal from occupation. What? What are you talking about? We all know yeah. he's the one that called it the Levant, you know, when he yeah. called it ISIS ISIL. Yeah. And yet nobody ever believed me on that one. I'm so tired. I feel like Don Quixote, Mark. I was saying this 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago about the man and he this was saying because windmill. he was saying things <laughs> yes he was saying these things he's a muslim he was raised as a muslim he it's not like he just he pretends to be a non-muslim because that's what yeah. muslims can do to suck the rest of us in and i hate it when these idiots say well david if he's a muslim you know he smokes he eats uh pork and well, yeah, so you know what most of the radicalized muslims go to strip clubs too and that's not part of their religion you know, right. they drink alcohol. Right. That's not part of their, you know what? A lot of Mormons don't follow along. A lot of Mormons drink coffee. Okay. Yeah. Just saying that you don't have to, <laughs> it just boggles my mind, but he goes out and says that. And you talking about the former president of the United States, head of the democratic party by virtue of the fact that he was president. 
and he's saying those things that just if you're a Jewish person and you're a Democrat, what is wrong with you? Why are you siding with the very people who hate you and want to destroy you? Yeah, I, I would imagine that the only reason you could be is that you are simply Jewish by birth and not by faith, because if you if that's your ancestry, you know, and not your belief system, then you're willing to believe anything. So you do. But, but anyway, as you, as we were saying, Trump has been, uh, has been kicked around, beat up, uh, he's beat up and practically spit out by the, by the Democrats and the press, by the way, I think I'm, I think I repeated myself, the Democrats and the press, um, they, they, they're almost the same. The, 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 the press is pretty much the, the public, the publicity arm of the DNC now. It just, just pretty much is. And when you see a poll that comes out of the press, specifically the almost the most hard left press you can imagine, like the New York Times, and it says that that uh, Donald Trump is showing a big lead in almost every battleground state. What's going on? But that's what we're seeing now. A new poll shows that President Donald Trump is leading President Joe Biden in nearly every major battleground state, specifically the poll conducted by The New York Times and Siena found President Trump is leading by substantial margins in Nevada, Georgia, Arizona, Michigan and Pennsylvania, while only slightly trailing President Biden in Wisconsin. An overwhelming majority between 60 and 70 percent of voters in each of the six key states told pollsters that the country is headed in the wrong direction, including the majority of voters from every racial, gender, education and income class. The specific numbers in each state paint a dire portrait for President Biden in practically every battleground state that led to his securing the presidency in 2020. Now, the poll has a 1.8 percent margin of error. And even accounting for that margin, President Trump has the lead in each state polled but Wisconsin. Now, we know how polling is. We know that the outcome of a poll depends on the questions asked. Um, They can go ahead and craft a poll to get the outcome they want from the poll. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that when the New York Times is doing a poll, they don't craft a poll to get an outcome that's positive for the Republicans. No, never. You know, <laughs> but you gotta just keep those things in mind. Hey, one thing I did want to throw out there, Mark. Did you see, I, I mentioned uh, Rashida Tlaib and the rest of the squad over mm-hmm. the last several days. But, you know, she posted a thing about from the river to the sea. Yeah. And on her uh, ex, which if you're doing some, if you're posting something on X, do you have to say formerly? You know, <laughs> I don't understand the whole idea of that. Either it's will. X or it's not. It's like calling the artist formerly known as Prince. It's that yeah. same thing. It's yeah. X now. It is not. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think um, by now we know that. She, yeah. 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 But so, but why do you have to put it on there? I don't get it. Anyway. Uh, she posted a thing of, you know, from the river to the sea and it's, which by the way, that's the Hamas death chant. Okay. That is their war cry from the river yeah. to the sea. And it means if you don't know, it means from the Jordan river to the Mediterranean sea, it is the destruction, the annihilation of the Jewish state. It, that's yeah. what that means. And that's why they chant it. And she actually Rashida to leave, um, the, the Muslim Democrat from Michigan actually posted something on X that's giving a new interpretation of what it means from the river to the sea. And again, this goes back to being able to say it okay out loud and laugh that people might buy into it. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean what she says because she's saying it doesn't mean that, but 
it does mean from the river to the sea is the annihilation of the Jewish people, the Jewish state. And that's what the Muslims have always wanted. And um, she's got supporters. Uh, there are some people who have really gotten behind her and defended her for a long time who are now saying, please stop. You know, now you've outed yourself pretty much. Stop. But, you yeah. know, yeah, I don't know why people are shocked when a Muslim shows who a Muslim, what a Muslim is. Why is yeah. this? So, it cracks me up sometimes when liberals elect an all de- you know, because it had to oh, I'll have to look at the city now. I forgot it happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, this liberal town had elected an all Muslim city council. It seems like it was up in Michigan. Um, they had elected an all Muslim city council. And the first thing they did was repeal all the special days they had in the city for the LGBTQIA <laughs> community. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. gay day. <laughs> no, no, no more trainees in the, the uh, library. <laughs> right. No more parades for you, you know? Right. And yeah. they're like, but we voted for you. We stood for you. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Idiot. You know, that's, they laugh. And it's like, I told people, and you have too, Mark, you've said it out loud. It's just, what do you expect? They are what they are. Why don't you just, okay. Mark and I have been saying this now go back to, uh, nine 11. It was probably a month after nine 11 when Glenn Beck's radio show was just really taking off back in the day. And they even created a jingle for just another, um, on what was it uh oh something incident right um, yeah unrelated incident yeah it, unrelated yeah it, when we had like uh, you know after the airplanes we had buses getting taken over by muslims with knives you know and things like that and there were like several of these unrelated isol- isolated incidents that happened all over the country there were other muslim related attacks that got buried in the press because it was after 9-11 he pointed that out and i thought i remember thinking then that's power to be able to point that out yeah the power but to know how good it is is will the people remember and buy it and they don't they don't remember it they don't believe it they don't buy it everyone loves taping their favorite tv shows so they can fast forward through the commercials what if you could do the same thing with radio commercials now you can with zippy the audio fast forward player for radio just plug your radio into the Zippy unit and press the commercial skip button. In just a few moments, Zippy will automatically... Hey, what are you doing? No, stop. Wait a minute. Don't skip through this commercial. I have to tell you. Turn it off. Turn it off. Pick up the phone and order yours today. There was one other thing, Mark, that Rashida Tlaib said. It was last week while we were out. Yeah, yeah. Which... I gotta be honest with you, between my back and Mark's sinuses, we were two old guys. We were like the two old guys doing the Muppet thing, you know, sitting up in the thing, booing the Muppets. It was weird last week. I had a day and said, hey, I need to take the day. I mean, my sinuses are in control right now. And then the next day, it's like, but Dave is like, hey, I can't. My back is, (laughs) yeah. And we finally just said, the week is gone. We're gone. Just so you know, when you wrote me that text that day, you had your sinuses. It was, I was actually, I'm not kidding, on the floor trying to do, yes, trying to get something to pop. I mean, I was like, I got to get in there. I couldn't even stand up hard. Like, oh man, it just, it happens sometimes. But anyway, um, Rashida Tlaib did one other thing. I want to throw it out there. And I saw this and it cracked me up because she was talking to Joe Biden. And uh, she actually accused Biden of supporting uh, genocide of, Palestinians, okay? And she actually mm-hmm. said, we will remember this in 2024. 
I'm thinking, wow. I hope the American people remember you in 2024. I hope the American people remember all the Democrat Party in 2024 and yeah. realize they are not what you think they are. They are pro-Muslim, anti-American. That is the Democrat Party. And if you vote for them, you are one and the same. You are what you eat. If you vote for them, that's what you're voting. You are voting for Rashid, you're the support of Rashida Tlaib, unless they voted to kick her out. Unless the Democratic Party circles the wagons and gets all of these haters out of their mark, these people are evil. They are mm. evil. And if you don't know what a Muslim is by now, yeah. it's time to learn. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Good grief. That whole from the river to the sea thing, just so you can imagine it geographically, it's from it's it's the entire it's the entirety of Israel. It becoming Palestine. Yes. They from want it the all river to the Mediterranean Sea. That's right. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Mm -hmm. And it's just Palestine will be free from the river to the sea means we're wiping Israel off the face of the earth. That's what it means. So when you when you hear other interpretations of that, oh, well, it just no, it doesn't. It, it's philosophical. No, it's not. No. <laughs> it's not. It's the it's the extermination of Israel. That's what it that's what it means, mm -hmm. actually. So Man. whenever you hear a politician chant that or anybody at their at their rallies chants that, you know exactly where they stand. Yep. I that's think it. we should uh, actually I wouldn't mind paying for this with some of my taxes, Mark, um, to take the entire Democrat Party. And a few Republicans who actually support, you know, going across the, to work with the Democrats and sending them to Lake Mead, to the uh, real hot springs they have out there at Lake Mead. It's in Arizona because I think they would have a real enjoyable time and they need to ignore the signs that say closed temporarily due to fecal matter, you know, because that, that's how bad it is. They've closed the hot springs in Arizona at yeah. Lake Mead. Because of too much fecal matter, I wish wow. the Democrat Party and those who support them would go take a bath in those hot springs. Holy Maybe. moly. Yeah. It reminded me of the vacation movie they made in 2015 the, where they rebooted it, you know, with the new. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, well, it wasn't a reboot. Actually, it was an extension with Rusty now doing his own thing. And they yes. got in these hot springs and he comes up. He's, she looks at him. And he goes, what is that on your what is <laughs> ear on your ear? <laughs> 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 they took a shortcut and went around the line that was waiting to get into the actual hot springs and went to a different one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it was closed because of hazardous waste. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah. That was horrible. You haven't seen the movie, but anyway, no, I haven't. It, I, it, I'll have to put it on my list. I mean, no, me, my spare time, I'm watching classic films yeah. like Indiana, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. I watched that the other day because yeah. I haven't seen it in forever. And right. I watched the behind the scenes, the making of, the other day on YouTube, and I, I just thought, God, how long has it been since I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark? Wow. Long and I time. sat down and watched it. And wow. I, they just don't make movies like that anymore. No. You know, I sound like an old geezer, yeah. but they just don't make movies like that anymore. The yeah, depth, they said that in 81. The cinematography. The, yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful well, movie. Let's see. George anyway. Lucas, Steven Spielberg, mm -hmm. with Lawrence Kasdan's script, right? Didn't he write yeah. that? There you uh, go. Those three Spielberg. names alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Spielberg, yeah. I think they got yeah. Larry Kasdan to do the actual... Do uh, Probably the I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He was involved yeah. out of that. But here's your bottom line. Yeah. Um, those cats know what they're doing when it comes to a, a yeah. feature film, you know? Yeah. The cinematography was just absolutely incredible. Incredible. Just... And you're, if you remember at the very beginning of it, there's the... They show the mountain, you know, where they're hiking through the jungle. They show mm -hmm. the mountain on yeah. screen and then the paramount logo comes up or right. the paramount logo comes up and fades out into this mountain 
and it's the same mountain in the Paramount logo. Right. You know, the, the shape of the mountain, uh-huh. right? The, the Paramount logo fades out and you, then you see in the background this mountain and it's a real mountain that's exactly the same shape as the Paramount logo mountain. And uh-huh. it turns out that while they were shooting on location in Hawaii, somebody turns around. It was either, it was either Spielberg or the other guy. He turns around and says, I need this mountain. Find me the mountain. I got to have a mountain. This, I want this shot. Right. And, they, and somebody was tasked with the job of finding a place to shoot where people could come hiking through with that mountain in the background that was exactly the same shape as the Paramount logo. Wow. This, that was somebody's job on that movie. Wow. Um, and by the way, OK, directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Lawrence Kasdan, George Lucas and Philip Kaufman. There Philip Kaufman go. is George Lucas' partner. And, yeah. uh, you know, of course, Harrison Ford. Uh, coming off his Star Wars win. Think about it. That's a guy that had two, uh, was it, he wasn't the main star of Star Wars. That would be Mark no. Hamill. And, but that was more mm-hmm. of a core. That was a, that was kind of an ensemble there. It was an ensemble um, film. Yeah. But he was Harrison Ford. You couldn't, you could not replace him as Harrison, as, uh, as, uh, yeah. his character Han in those Solo. movies. Yeah. Han Solo, thank you. And, uh, I was thinking, cause, you know, I've been in kind of, as I, I'm a Sylvester Stallone fan. And, um, I don't regret being a fan of his. I saw this bio on him over the weekend and uh, it's a documentary. It's about life and everything. And he just does a really good job talking about it. But because of when he took off in terms of Rocky and all that Raiders of the Lost Ark, he was like, it was one of those things where they're thinking about which person can star in this movie, you know, and they're looking for him. They were not looking for Harrison Ford. They were looking because Harrison Ford had just come off. He was doing Star Wars. They didn't yeah, really yeah. think of him for Raiders of the Lost Ark, even though George Lucas liked him. It wasn't it was not his part. And yeah. they and they actually had signed Magna P.I. Tom Selleck had actually yeah. signed on to do that. I've seen the screen test with him. Yeah, really? Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. He was all right. Yeah. He, he was not bad, but the, it's it's weird to see that screen test with him and uh, Karen Allen. Face. Yeah, Karen Allen. Let's see the two of them do a scene from from the bar in Nepal. Oh, and they're doing this scene, right? And right, and you see Tom Selleck being Tom Selleck right. as Indiana Jones, and it's just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's not no, that's not right. <laughs> What's so funny is one of the best movie, one of the best things about that movie is actually a silent. There's no dialogue. It's when Indiana Jones comes out and the guy has the big knives and he's doing oh, all his knife work and Indy just pulls out his sword. gun and shoots him. You know, shoots, yeah. And walks away. And you know, you know why that happened? I happen to know why that happened. Uh, Everybody on that show, on that shoot got sick from the local food. Mm-hmm. Everybody did. Uh-huh. Everybody. And Harrison Ford was, they were actually supposed to have a fight. They choreographed it. I've actually seen the, the behind the scenes stuff where they were showing how they choreographed the fight between him and the guy right. with the big sword, the big sword, the guy with the big sword backs him into one of the stalls in the marketplace oh, wow. while they're fighting. Right. I've seen that the, the rehearsal right. happen. Well, Harrison Ford, the day of the shooting was so sick. <laughs> I said, just shoot him. <laughs> and that's how that scene happened wow i love it man you know the world we live in is really sad when we're looking at a movie from 1981 and talking about it with this kind of depth mark you know it is i was just thinking that doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't that say a lot about our life today is that we're talking about we start off talking about politics and Mm -hmm. this is more enjoyable let's talk about the movies you know i was thinking mark back in the uh back in the day you know we it's not like our country hasn't been through its ups and downs. We've had plenty, but I don't think we've ever had 
what we have right now, which is a real division. We have a Democrat party that says one thing and does another. They, they tell the people one and they project onto Republicans, their very evilness. And they're now politically going after a former president that they stole the election from. And they're projecting things onto him that they themselves have done. They, they have really managed to work the system to do something against a private citizen. That scares me Mm. because if you're in the world of entertainment, granted, Radio people are the, we're just above mimes and right before clowns on the totem pole of entertainment. Okay. That's how low down. But still, if you're in an entertainment medium where you do reach masses, they do come after you because you're not allowed to have free thought. You're not allowed to encourage free thinking. You're not allowed to encourage people to go, why don't you find out what this really means? Now, granted, many of Americans are lazy and that's why the Japanese attacked in 1941. They believe we were too lazy, too caught up in drinking, partying, and dancing. And, you know, the men are too into the girls. They'll never fight back. They'll give in. And that's where, to be honest with you, we get misunderstood and uh, disrespected as a people. But Mm. I believe, Mark, there might come a time when the people of this country are going to have to stand up and say enough's enough. And I'm really afraid that when that time comes, the people that are in charge are the people who are about 20 to 26 years old now, and they get triggered at work on their second day and have to go sit in the corner with their puppy dog, stuffed animal, you know, cry care bear because they got triggered and are upset and they don't know if they can work the rest of the day. Whereas when you and I were 26 years old in the workplace, you were lucky if your boss didn't hit you, you know, Mm. not saying that we should go back to physical (laughs) violence or thumping a cigarette at you from across the bar at lunch, but that's how we grew up. Yeah. Well, that same perception of the United States that the Japanese had mm-hmm. is what's going on in the Middle East right now is the Middle East sees yep. us as weak. Mm-hmm. The Arab nations see us yes. as weak because of what's happening in the United States. They see all of the wokeism going on. Mm-hmm. They see the corruption yep. in very high places in our government. They see these people severely distracted from the real world. And in that real world, we're not, we're not talking about just, just, we're not talking about the Mexicans here or the Canadians. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a people who have a history of being warlords and having bloody battles taking over nations. We're talking about a people that sees every inch of land they've ever seized throughout history as still being theirs, regardless of whether or not wars have been fought and that land has been reclaimed by the original owners of that land. These people see us as being the weaklings and they Mm -hmm. see it, now is the opportunity to move and to do whatever they wanted to do because the the strong man who would have protected the people that they want to victimize is now so compromised that he will not fight against them. And that strong man is the United States of America. We have been there to protect nations around the world when they've called for aid. And right now, we're so busy making sure that the LGBTQ people are happy and that uh, nobody's offended by anything. Wow. And... <laughs> And that that everybody who wants to come across our southern border can. Mm. We're so busy doing that that we're not strong enough to be focused to fight these people off. That's their perception. We're weak now. And well, they are taking advantage of that weakness. It's a it's a horrible thing, but it's what's going on right now. They see us as being weak. And I can't say they're wrong. 
Sparky the Fire Dog here. Make sure your family has a fire escape plan, and they practice it twice a year. One important thing to practice is get low and go. If you see or smell smoke, it's important to get low and go. Protect your family from fire. For more information, visit sparky.org. We want to keep you, your family, and your community safer from fire. This message brought to you by the National Fire Protection Association and your local fire department. Visit sparky.org. You know, Mark, one of the things that I will probably do today. Actually, I'm probably doing it right now. Looking up Raiders of the Lost Ark trivia. (laughs) (laughs) I got to stop. I need to stop. You just need to get on YouTube and 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 look for the Raiders of the Lost Ark behind yeah. the scenes stuff. Like I because haven't already done bunch that, of Mark. bunch of stuff. Yeah, out you know there. what I got stuck on the behind the scenes making of American Graffiti. Oh, really? George Lucas film. After the, yeah. you know, after American Graffiti, people thought Lucas would be able to make the telephone book for uh, whatever, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and they turned him down on Star Wars yeah. at first. And you know, the head of the company, what was it, Fox? It doesn't matter. But the uh, when they did a screening of uh, of Star Wars for this head of the company. And uh, he and his wife were watching the movie, and at the end of it, you know, they're they're critiquing it, right? Didn't go over, mm. think about it. Didn't go over well. Um, yeah. Not all the sound effects were in there either. That's a bad right. thing. But yeah. anyway, um, she said, "How are people going to know who's speaking if the if that robot's voice doesn't if his uh, mouth doesn't open and close?" <laughs> they're like, "What? I, oh my gosh! These are the people in charge of our future. Oh my gosh!" Yeah. Yeah, that's All crazy. Right. All right, Mark. Hey, we haven't, one thing we haven't talked about is is Halloween, uh, since we were out yeah. of pocket for Halloween. Did you have a lot of, uh, did you have a lot of traffic on Halloween? A lot of kids uh, coming by the house? You know, Mark, I wasn't here. I actually was with Braylon trick-or-treating. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had zero. Yeah. Zero. Big old goose wow. egg. Nobody. <laughs> and <laughs> just the people back behind us, the guy who leaves his outdoor lights on 24-7, yeah. And has the dog that's constantly screaming, that guy wow. behind me. Wow. He, he, he had a party, had his music cranking wow. and stuff going on. Yeah, had a big thing going on. And so there were people going to his house, but our street. Wow. I mean, we live out here. There's no street lights. Right. I mean, we're out here in no. the, we're, you know, we're not in the subdivision. Right. There's, you know, we're out in the country, so to speak. We all, yeah. have, we all live right up next to each other, but there's, it's yeah. not like a, you know, it's not like you live in the city or in a county yeah. area, but we didn't have anybody. And <laughs> Jane... Jane always, every year without fail, goes to Walmart or someplace and buys a ginormous bag of candy, this mixed bag of candy. Yeah. And we never have anybody come. Wow. But we got to be prepared just in case. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's fine. Yeah. Here's you know who's going to eat all that candy? Yeah. That would be me. Yours truly. If you want to be prepared, all you have to do is turn your light off. That's yeah. a sign. We're not, we're not doing candy. Now, yeah. we did. We went with Braylon. Uh, there is an area near where I live. Uh, they call it Sesame Street, and it is all the streets there have letters uh, as their, you know, ABCD as the name yeah. of the street. And it's this area that traditionally for I mean, when I say tra- decades, OK, it was one of the, I think, wealthiest sections of town uh, out. OK, I know it is because it was out there when they when they built the uh, the golf course, the private country club. And so imagine you've got the country club and all these houses and the granted they're all old now. Okay. They, they're, yeah, yeah. some are probably a hundred years old, but they are beautiful and they're all different. You know, you can tell they didn't use the same, uh, uh, like and you own a lot of subdivisions and there's like the cookie four cutter. or five. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. four or five different designs, but all that, this is one of those signs where each person had their own designer and you know, it's pretty cool going up mm. and down, but lots of money on the uh, old money 
if it is anyway, the uh, they always go for whatever reason, they have always gone gangbusters for Halloween. And I don't know the expense. Uh, I know the time it takes to pull off a lot of what they do, but we're talking the displays in yards oh, yeah. and it's yeah. all of them, Mark. It's not one. And they all have themes. They have interactive things, people with chainsaws. I mean, it is just really a big deal. Wow. And uh, I didn't, you know, it's one of those things I didn't take. When our kids were growing up, yeah, you know, you're in the neighborhood. That's it. There's no, we're not going someplace else because right. back my neighborhood, yeah. is, I live in a big place, but you know, yeah, it's, there's plenty. And that's what we would do. And then, of course, with as things have changed, as my neighborhood changed and aged out and it's now changing back. We now have uh, another large group of young children in the neighborhood that we haven't had for 15 yeah. years. Um, and uh, part of them are some of the kids that grew up here <laughs> are now married and have their own kids and are trying to buy houses in this neighborhood, you know, yeah. near where they grew up. So, yeah. At any rate, we loaded up and went to Alphabet to Sesame street. And, and that was really cool. It's cool to yeah. see a community, um, and a community of big houses all decorating. And yeah, some of the people fun. that decorate are pretty old. You know, and, yeah. and they're kind of, some are kind of stingy and probably ought not to be doing Halloween anymore. <laughs> Only grab one, just one. Sir, yes. you're not dressed. Don't get any candy. <laughs> Grabbing your candy, old woman. It's probably from under your couch. But I didn't, uh, you know, I sent Braylon yeah. back a couple. And that's, you know, there was one thing that I saw on uh, foxnews.com uh, and it was a country music singer. He's in a band. Uh, I don't know the band, but out in Texas. And um, he had a big bowl of candy on his front porch. And of course, a lot of people have a ring doorbell thing now, so you can mm. see what's going yeah. on. And he puts the candy out in his neighborhood. And in a matter of minutes, the first kids come up there and get a piece of candy. And then their mothers come up on the porch and grab it all. Yeah. Wow. Grab it all. And wow. it's like the most disturbing thing to think that their children came up there first and got a piece of candy. They were the right kid, that, you know, but then the moms destroyed it all for everybody else. Stole wow. the candy. And he, and he had it on video. He posted it. You really should cool. see, uh, look it up today on YouTube, Mark Rober, R-O-E-B-R, Mark Rober mm -hmm. Halloween. Just, okay. just look for that. He's a, he's an engineer and he set up this process, <laughs> a handful of different things to retaliate against the people who come in and, and just empty the bowl. You really? know, put up a sign that says one piece, one piece only. Yeah. And you leave it there and the kids come up and they, they look from one side to the other and they just dump the whole bowl in their bag, that sort of a thing. Or they go, or they go through and they find all the biggest stuff, the nice stuff. And that's what they put in their bag and they leave all the junk, you know? Uh -huh. And uh, so he's got this, he's got this video of the things that he invented, the, pro, you know, like the, the set the table that's set up so that somebody can hide underneath it. It's got mirrors underneath right. it. So somebody can hide underneath it with their hand coming up through the candy bowl. If somebody wow. grabs too much, the human hand comes out of the bowl, you know, that's sort of thing. it's fantastic well, stuff, but we had cool. all this leftover candy. This is where I'm going. So, yeah. so the other day I'm, I'm uh, minding my own business, probably watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I have a Tootsie Roll pop. I haven't had a Tootsie Roll pop and I can't remember when, but they got where there's some in this bag. So I snagged one and I've gotten it to the point and you know where it's to the point where it's soft enough. It comes off the stick. So you've got the, you know, you've got the little bit of the hard candy shell in your mouth and you're working it, you know, you're kind of chewing it down and you get that Tootsie Roll going and ah, this is good stuff. And then I feel something I'm, I, I keep munching on something that's not the candy shell. It's harder than the candy shell. What the heck is this? And I, I reach in and pull it out, and it's uh, it's this tooth right here. <gasps> <laughs> wow! Yeah, 
<laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and it's one of our, I've had a root canal on, it was a crown. Right. And so there's no pain. I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm not hurting, but, but the dentist has shown me the x-rays the last few times I've been in and said, you know, it's not loose. It's not doing anything that's worrying us right now, but there is something going on here. We want to keep an eye on this tooth. Well, it's finally said, wow. sayonara, it's there gone. Go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So tomorrow I get to go and go through that process where they, at, at, at like three o'clock in the afternoon, they lay me down in the chair, they probe, they poke, they look around and say, yeah, you're going to need to get that taken care of. You're, we're going to have to have this all done. You're going to have to have a, an implant this time, not a root right. canal because they've already done that, you know? Yeah. So you're going to have to have an implant there and we don't do that here. So you're going to have to go someplace else. Uh. <laughs> wow. And they're going to refer me out to somebody else, which means Man. I'll have to go to the far side of the planet the next day to get wow. that done. Dude. That was my Halloween. Bless Thank your you. heart. That's I'm saddened for you, but you know, <laughs> it's all right. I understand it. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> my implants. All right, Mark. So, um, one last little thing, yeah, uh, that I was surprised with. Um, I actually am surprised with uh, politicians who have the stones to truly stand by what they believe. Um, former Senator Rick Scott, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he's a, he is a, a senator. He's the, he was a governor oh, of Florida. Yeah, at one former point. governor is what I was right. after. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's a current senator, former governor of Florida. Right. Yeah. He actually he, endorsed Donald Trump over his own Florida governor. Uh, yeah. you know, that, and I thought I get it, you know, I, that you have problems with different people that, you know, in your party, but there's, um, there's not that much upside jumping out now. You have to be a person of character to say, I'm going to go ahead and get out here now and endorse Donald Trump because the, because of what they're doing to him, you know, mm -hmm. it might not mean anything. All you're going to do, you're basically saying, this is who I am. I believe in him. I'm, I am back in him right now. Yeah. And that makes me think, well, maybe Rick Scott being in the United States Senate could be that guy to stand in the gap. He's the, he is doing now what I think thought i thought jeff sessions would do as attorney general that he mm. would be able to protect the president from the evil that has you know befallen yeah. us yeah and uh, he didn't he bailed right away the first chance he got yeah. you know and that's sad i mean that's so sad so disappointing but rick scott there's not a lot of upside for him doing this right now is there do you see i don't i don't know about upside or downside i just know that he has done it he has stepped out as a former governor of right. the state of florida where the gov current governor is running for right. president. He yeah. has stepped up and endorsed the other one of the other guys, you know, at a time when uh, the the party is pushing that other guy. Right. Really would Part. like that other guy. Mm -hmm. Regardless of whether or not he has lifts in his shoes, they're they're, they're behind him, you know. Right. <laughs> and, but he uh, he wrote a Scott wrote an op-ed in uh, Newsweek and said, I support my friend, President Donald J. Trump, to be the 47th president of the United States and encourage every Republican to unite behind his efforts to win back the White House. Wow. Uh, and he did align himself with uh, with uh, Trump in 2016 when uh, Rubio and Jeb Bush were both going after the nomination. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And he stood behind Trump back then. Wow. And uh, I forgot about Marco Rubio running, you know. Remember yeah. when he first uh, came on the scene back, well, many years, 20 years ago, or no, 15 years ago, yeah. and uh, people immediately said, you got to run for president. It was right when he, he went from being a state legislator to being a senator, and uh, yeah. it was something, and they were like really pushing him, and he, he had that kind of tailwind, but he didn't, 
it didn't work. You know, yeah. The, the politicos were thinking, oh, uh, uh, Rubio, that's polit, that that that's Hispanic, right? <gasps> that would be yeah. awesome for us. You need to run. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. That was their thinking. That's mm-hmm. typically <laughs> deep. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So now you're all caught up in everything that happened. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to find out, is there anything else we can accuse Donald Trump of doing or anything we pr- can protect Biden? Uh, you know, it's yeah. just ridiculous. I don't know. But, I'm, I, I'm kind of stuck on hey, the Obama on, calling for the end of the occupation, you know, oh is, God. is something that I hope people can hold on to. I mean, yeah. I really do. I want people to understand Mark. Um, I wasn't wrong 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I wasn't wrong 15 years ago and I'm not wrong now. You cannot trust these people. They lie when the truth will do. They lie to push the agenda. I remember in 2001 when you and I actually were really digging into what was happening politically and re- and with religion around the world. And we saw this and we heard people talk and actual experts said certain things that you went, that can't be true. And it's like, no, it wasn't a matter of it can't be true. You just don't want it to be true because mm-hmm. you don't want to live in a world like that. But we do. We do live yeah. in a real world with real. Cra- Look, I don't know why people do what they do, Mark. I really don't. Why would an 80 year old person want to be president of the United States? Don't you're rich. Don't you want to spend it with your family? I mean, really retirement is not an issue for you. You have money, you have time now. Okay. Not much, but where you you really want to spend it in the white house instead of it. Who does that? (laughs) What kind of person would rather work a 24 hour a day, seven day a week job when they could (laughs) be with their family? Because it's not a 24-hour-a-day, seven-a-week job for him. He's spending most of his weekends at his private residence or at Camp David. He's yeah. he's spending a lot of time on vacation. He's actually taken much more time off than Donald Trump ever did. Yeah. He's, I mean, so he's not really. And he's not doing the job. I know. He's just standing in front of the camera. That's all he's doing. Anytime he's, he's asked uh, an opinion, anytime his handlers can't keep yeah. him from talking to the press... We see exactly what the guy's all about. They should about. have got a puppet entertaining like Madam. That That's would have right. been entertaining, right. you know, yeah. instead of Biden. Just, that was another empty suit. Would, would have been more fun. <laughs> That's it. Y'all have a great... Oh, by the way, there's an interesting article on Fox News you got to go see. It's uh, the crazy stuff people are putting inside themselves. The headline says, these are some oh, of the no. strange objects that get stuck <laughs> in people's bodies, according to the Thank CDC you. data. There you go. We will leave you with that one. We never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. 